What's up, you guys? Welcome to the January 6th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to break down some Friday action, talk a little bit about Matt Strope's Friday column. He's not with us today. We're going to be going solo. I got some stuff I got to do, so it's, it's on me, not on him. So blame me for flying solo, but we'll be okay. We got a lot to talk about from 10 games on Friday. We'll also tie in pretty much every player that Matt talked about. He did mention Gerald Green, which we mentioned kind of at in depth on Friday with Ryan, so feel free to run it back on that one if you missed that one. If you don't want to run it back, basically we said, sure, pick him up, see where you're at. Wouldn't drop anybody you think is going to be good. He's going to go away when James Harden's back. So there. Okay. So, and again, pretty much going to tie in whoever I can uh, from uh, all, the, all the stuff he had written. And I think I think I got a good feel what he would say. I, I'm pretty predictable. I think I think we the people I pod with pretty much know what they're gonna say before they say it 90 percent of the time. So um, yeah, it's like playing poker, right? Like you kind of if you play poker enough, you kind of know how people play and like what their what their moves are, favorite hands, and you can kind of put them on hands faster than when you play with them, right? So it's kind of the same thing with with fantasy and like actually Jonas and I. Like we know who, like he he knew I he knew I liked Jordan Bell a lot, and he beat me to Jordan Bell in a couple leagues, because uh, uh, he he knows I, I loved him, and uh, I, I didn't I didn't know he loved him as much as I did, or I would have held him. So that's what I'm saying, man. It's applying to men your league. I talk about this a lot, but yeah, let's go through this. So two early games, one was close, one was not, uh, and that was. The not game was Philadelphia just demolished the Pistons. They couldn't rebound worth the lick. They couldn't score. They couldn't do anything right. Uh, Drummond, so the big takeaway is we're at the center spot here for Detroit. Drummond's hurt, man. Um, he got shouldered in the ribs by J.J. Redick, and he was feeling it. He went to the ground in pain. Uh, I believe it was the first possession of the second quarter, and he was you could just see him just feeling that. Uh, so keep an eye on that. I think he's going to be all right, but... It's a pain tolerance thing, so something to watch there. Uh, and the other takeaway, Boban in there. Uh, he was the first big off the bench center big um, for Drummond, and then it kind of went away. Went to garbage time game, got out of hand, and they played Eric Moreland for more minutes than Boban was you played for. So that's bad. We were hoping, like we said on the pod Friday, we were like, okay, keep him. Maybe they'll run him out there as the backup center. It did. He flopped. Now I think we're kind of back to square one. So we may need Drummond to get hurt. So I have him still in a couple, but there's really nobody worth picking up from tonight in a deep league. Well, um, maybe yours are a little different than mine. But yeah, we'll talk about all that. But again, pretty much still this game out. Um, also, Avery Bradley's been awful. Um, I actually I don't hate cutting him anymore. Uh, I, I'm really getting sick and tired of him. Points off assists, mostly threes. Um, Covington, who he had, Matt had written about, shot the ball really well. Um, tiny efficiency, tiny usage. 4-6 uh, in 24 minutes, made 3-3. Three, three. So that's extremely efficient. Um, one turnover as well. So maybe Roko gets going again. Dario quiet. Pretty much everyone was quiet except for Embiid and Simmons in the first half. <laughs> and that was kind of it. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, garbage time, didn't do anything. And then also, too, the 76ers are going to London, and their game schedule is bad. They had two games this week. They only have one game next week. And quick inside, so on, on a little Slack conversation for, for Jonas and I work on Fridays, and he was saying that, uh, I pointed out that they're off until the 11th. 
And he's like, yeah, they have the, the two three one schedule. And I said, two one three got to regulate. So he, he didn't get it because Jonas is a little bit younger than I am. So any of you uh, '90s kids out there would have appreciated that reference. I was pretty proud of myself. So um, mountain up over here in this fantasy life. <laughs> Anyways, um, James Michael McAdoo did make a three. <clears throat> so shout out to my boy Sam Sfandiari. <clears throat> does some stuff for Warriors World and um, helped us on a podcast uh, last year too for Warriors. So uh, he's he's one of my boys. He won his fantasy football league, so props to him. Anyways, yeah, we're good there. Uh, Minnesota, Boston's defense is kind of back. They've won five games in a row. They're playing better in the fourth quarter. And yeah, again, it's kind of falling into place back to what we saw earlier. Kyrie's been kind of quiet, but you know he's going to heat up. I don't think you really can call him a buy low. Kyrie is what he is. He's going to go through bad. He's kind of a shooting guard ish kind of a guy. So that's my dog is chomping, yeah, chewing on my chair. Stop it, buddy. Anyways, we'll see if he stops. We're going to keep going. Again, really no big takeaways. One takeaway I got to talk about is cat. Uh, the Wolves have played a lot of games since December 1st, so edge there. But since December 1st, guess who number one is for just total value accumulated? It's Cat. So uh, that to, the game definitely helped him today with a career-high 23 boards, 25 points as well. Brody, you stop it. You're not number one in fantasy right now, Brody. You've had a pretty bad year. I need a big game for you this weekend. <laughs> Anyways... So, yeah, that's the other one. The other big takeaway for me, I guess, is Tyus Jones has been kind of bad, um, which Matt also mentioned, too. Real big letdown. We saw him really tear it up the last time Teague was out with that Achilles injury, and he hasn't been there. Like I said, he got picked up mostly by by me on every league I could. I ran to pick him up when I saw Teague get hurt when Gary Harris fell into him. And he's been a letdown for sure. Uh, if you're like me, I burned like 35% of my fab in this one competitive 16-teamer, and I I hate it right now. Uh, it's going to cost me a little bit later. So Brody hates it too. You can hear him growling. So um, that, that's my co-host. Anyways, um, so yeah, if you have Tyus Jones and you're sitting there and you see somebody that's getting hot, um, I'm not even sure who's... There's really no one... I'm, I don't know who's out there, but like if Marquise Chris is still out there, whoever else, we'll try to maybe use that as a measuring stick. Ty Jones is droppable. They play they play today, Saturday, and then it's every other game until the 24th, and they have a back-to-back, if I remember. So the schedule's pretty good, so it's not like Rashawn Holmes or any of those guys. But, if again, I don't have a problem cutting him. Um, I've been just, it's, it's been kind of a letdown. Uh, Boston again. Um, Horford got banged up. No problem. He should be all right. Played in the second half. And uh, Daniel Thais played pretty well. Marcus Smart, he's going to have big games, and he played really well. Marcus Smart going, scoring a team-high 18 is just very un-Marcus Smart, right? right? It was anti-Wiggins with light scoring, defensive stats, and then it was opposite Smart, like good scoring and not much else. So, Okay, so I let my co-host outside. <laughs> so... I'm by myself again. Um, so I'm like, I find it funny. I find, find it funny. Moving on. Not much else to talk about there. We kind of know where Boston is rotation-wise. Marcus Morris didn't play. If you missed that, he's going to play today against the Nets. Very curious to see how that game changes their pace. Again, they've been really defensive heavy. Um, again, playing better late. Nets are banged up. No Levert or doubtful Levert. Carroll also questionable. Called his ribs like playing on a barbecue the other day. That was an awesome quote. Uh, another interesting quote this week was from Chris Stapps Porzingis, excuse me. Um, 
basically said he was tired. Um, had a, I'm not sure if his sleeve is different or what, but something's different on his left arm. Uh, so something I got my eye on, but he's played okay. Didn't shoot the ball well. Uh, Michael Beasley got dinged up late with an ankle injury. You want to keep an eye on that. But again, really, um, I missed this one. Uh, I didn't think Beasley was going to be able to, to sustain value while Porzingis was humming. And that's false because um, he was good again, 20 and 10. So um, Nidokina starting pretty soon. Uh, again, if you're stashing Nidokina, you're rooting for losses uh, from the Knicks. It's pretty much the plan there. They really want to get him going. And been a little quiet. He had a, a little uptick, but it's kind of back down where it was before. Um, accordingly, big minutes, 40, 20. He's going to have big games and be efficient, too. Just been He's been a rock star, man. We knew he'd be all right, but um, better than expected. Heat. Um, Jay Rich, nice little late burst. Um, I think he picked up in the last three or four minutes, or fourth, and then overtime he had, I want to say, like five or six points. He had, I think, one or two steals. Uh, made his all his free throws seven to seven and all this J Rich baby J Rich um, t- December first I looked up guys since December first before this podcast guess how high Josh Richardson is eleven <laughs> so yeah dude if you picked up Josh Richardson on like December first or something and someone dropped him dude you I hope you trash talk for the rest of the season. Uh, Jay Rich is here to stay. We we will die on that hill forever and ever. Um, Tyler Johnson's playing pretty well again. Dion Waiters, which also which is interesting to note, Eric Spolster was basically saying, "Stop asking me about this thing." He's rehabbing. He's progressing. That's bad, man. We we even like we know Dion Waiters should have been cut pretty much when he went down if he wasn't already. But the takeaway here is Tyler Johnson's got some good value. Josh Richardson's got value for for the rest of the season. Wayne Ellington's a real nice three specialist. Going to have big games, definitely in play in DFS. Uh, we actually saw Derek Jones Jr. pit fill in for Walton Jr. Um, so that was interesting. Not really fantasy relevant, but um, yeah, the guards are on, on their way up. Dragic is playing well. But really, the big takeaway here is two games in a row now. Hassan Whiteside hasn't played down the stretch. Um, I think it was what three ten something like that, and the third he checked out. Didn't return for the fourth or overtime. So two games in a row. Said didn't bother him in the last game. I would assume he gets the same result. They didn't win this game, so really nothing you could do. Um, it's kind of like Miles Turner, right? Um, injured at times, losing out to white shooting big men <laughs> with Sabonis and Olenek, uh playing down the stretch. So. Um, Cracking myself up today, but yeah, you're fine. Um, I think he'll be. I'm way more worried about Whiteside than I am about Turner for whatever that's worth. But yeah, if you want to buy low, sure. And again, he's putting up stats when he's out there. You really can't plan about 12 7, two blocks on decent shooting. So, and Whiteside only needs 28 minutes to really be valuable anyway. So, you're fine. Um, just keep an eye on if there's any knee stuff and what happened. We saw it was like a serious injury to him. Okay, so, man, we're going slow. We're 12 minutes in, and we only did three games. The Raptors' offense is crazy good sometimes, man. When they're on, they're really on. Um, Matt had talked about DeRozan, which most of you guys are familiar with. We talked about as well. Hitting threes. Um, had that franchise high. Career high, obviously, for guys who played with one team. But, yeah, he's pretty much peaking right now. So I guess I would call him a so high just because of he's peaking. Like I don't really see him being better than what he's been. 
um, in the past three or four games. So, but I like him. Uh, I'm I'm really impressed. Uh, the assists are up. I think he's pretty much going to be pretty solid. I just don't really buy that massive three point hike he's been seeing. Um, Kyle Lowry's got uh, some finger issues, and he has his wrists wrapped to prevent any fractures and any stress on the joints attached to the fingers. So that's a little troublesome. So that works twofold. For one, Lowry's down a little bit. So I think Lowry went from you know 15 to 20 for drafting today to like 20 to 25. But we've seen Lowry really put a value in 27, 30 minutes at times. Like he's super potent, just needs to stay on the floor and start games. And the flip side of that is our boy, DeLon Wright, closed out well again. 20 points. I'm sorry, 20 minutes, excuse me, 12 points, 7 assists, 1 steal, 2 boards, 5 of 7 from the field. He's just been so, so efficient. And Matt actually had written about that, and he said to not buy that, you know, don't buy that monster game, that career high in boards, that career high in points, 5 assists, 4 steals, 4 threes. That's a huge, I call value-shifting line right there, and it is. But he was good before that. He was. So I do buy it. I would cut someone. Like, for instance, Tyus Jones. Right now, I would drop Tyus Jones for Dewan Wright in a heartbeat. Um, Milos, I had a couple people ask me about that. That's an easy call. Uh, I want to see what Dewan Wright, Wright has. Like I said in the podcast on Friday, I knew we knew someone was going to step up in that second unit, third wing that was going to step up. Someone had to do it. And it's Dewan Wright. It's not Norman Powell. Uh, OG Ananobi is not an offensive player, so the opportunity is certainly there for him. So I, I think Delon Wright should be on everywhere. Um, he's been fantastic per minute. Defensive stats have been there. Kind of reminds me of like a younger Eric Bledsoe um, with a little bit more range as a shooter. So and they love him, man. I mean, like I said, even before he's blown up, they he was leading the team in fourth quarter minutes, so, um, which I always cite. But that's a valuable, valuable stat to to recognize, and they like this kid, man. He's just He's a, he's a ball player. Um, other big takeaway, Valachunas' third quarter was ridiculous. He scored 20 points in the game. Zero in the first quarter, zero in the second quarter, zero in the fourth quarter. So process of elimination in a non-overtime game. Yes, he scored 20 points in the third quarter. So um, that's, that's JV, though. He usually goes off early in the third. Uh, Lowry force feeds him and stuff. So, um, hey, value's value. Again, he's not exactly a high-minute guy, but he can get it done. Um, Serge, been great. Uh, another guy that's just been a fantastic value. Um, kind of like a, a upper middle class man's version of Courtney Lee. You know, he didn't, he, he probably slid in your draft. He knew he, he wasn't going to be a, a mega, mega monster. Um, and, you know, he's not flashy, but he's getting it done. Super fantasy friendly game. Uh, Bucks wise, another 30, 20 point game for Giannis the offense is just totally clicked for him like Ryan had said in his column on Wednesday just been ridiculously consistent because he is just so so good at filling stat sheets um, I mean there's really nothing to say there Brogdon was hot that's kind of it that's what the Bucks are they're, they're going to have Giannis Bledsoe Middleton and Brogdon just do work Henson and Maker are going to split we saw Maker play well so that's that um, really, not a, there's not going to be a lot of pickups in this team um, because thin rotations, really. Thin rotations, studs, like the Thunder. They have three or four good players and then nothing left. So the Bucks are kind of like that. Okay, my co-host is back, and he is chewing on a bone. <laughs> Give a dog a bone, leave a dog alone. 
moving on to Chicago and Dallas. Crazy fourth, man. Uh, if you played DFS, um, the, the, stat, the, the stats came in bunches. Uh, 47 points in the fourth for Chicago. Uh, 36 for Dallas. Chris Dunn, man. Uh, massive. Matt. And big theme for me tonight, which I've kind of... I think this is one of the main storylines. Don't write off young players too fast. And two players come to mind tonight. That guy. Dunn. And then Trey Lyles, which we'll talk about. So, he's awesome. Like we said, stats are going to be there. The efficiency's been just phenomenal, really. Um... And we knew he'd get to the basket. It just took a little bit longer. And the system's great for him, man. Just guys that can spread the floor and open it up for him. So, uh, good stuff from him there. Not much else um, really to take away. Uh, marketing, it's been solid. Uh, Miritich had a bad game, though. Uh, he did have an okay stat line. 11-10-3-1-1-1. Steals, blocks, and threes. Four turnovers, though. For a guy that doesn't handle the ball that much, um, that I almost they almost lost this game because of him. So you're still fine, but little discouraging. And maybe that helps out the trade rumors. A story from the Chicago Sun Times, which I should add, they have been not to say they're not accurate, but they've had some. I don't really know how to say it, but it was like you know things that the team wouldn't want you to say, you know. So they've had that sto- kind of. On their brand, um, but and they do a great job. Again, it's not like a, I'm not saying they're false, but like if I'm a Chicago head office guy, I'm like, oh, sometimes again trying to say we're doing stuff. But, um, anyways, um, yeah. So that, I mean, that's that's that. Uh, Nwaba played much better than Valentine did, but again, they're kind of mixing it up. Um, yeah, so that, that's kind of it. I thought um, Dennis Smith Jr. Interesting after the game, um, finished with an okay stat line. Was actually terrible. He killed my teams with the one of five from the line. That is just brutal from a guard. You can't have that. But Carlo kind of called him out. He's like, "Yeah, Chris Dunn was going at him." And then DSJ was asked about it and said, "Nah, I wasn't getting eaten up. I did fine, pretty much." Paraphrasing. So something to something to watch. Um, maybe Car- they they pretty much have really he preys on DSJ. Um, even when he has a bad game, they really talk him up. So we'll see what happens now that Carlisle and DSJ kind of disagree on his performance. Um, kind of the first time, as far as I know. Uh, Dwight Powell's been really good. Uh, again, the, that second unit with Dwight Powell and Dirk kind of in there has been effective. One of the best lineups um, for in the NBA, really. But, yeah, pretty much night in, night out. Dwight Powell is making all his shots. Um, he's 80% over his last five. Uh, 13 points, four boards. 1.6 steals, and that, that alone right there puts you on the radar. Um, I was big on Dwight about a month ago, and I let him loose in my deeper leagues, and I was able to get him back. So um, I uh, I guess I would cut Tyus Jones for him. Like if you find yourself and you're guard heavy and you want another forward with upside, it's playing well right now. Like I get it, man. Um, interesting that um, Dallas isn't bad. They're, they're playing high-scoring games lately. Which is great. We want to see these teams score a lot. I mean, you look at the last four final scores, 128, 120, 116, 113, 125, 122, 127, 124. Like, that's, it's hard to top that. So, um, I love that. We love to see teams with good offense, especially Dallas, who was really shredded earlier, especially in half court. So, uh, I'm with that. 
uh, as my boy Maxi Kleber has kind of faded a little bit. So, um, so on measure, he also played well. But yeah, Dwight Dwight seems to be the guy, and he's got skills, man. Upside for threes, defensive stats are there. He did foul out in this game, but he looks like another one of the bigger deep pickups tonight. Uh, as we move on to Phoenix and the Suns, injuries here. We had no T.J. Warren. We had no Isaiah Cannon at the last minute. Uh, adductor strain. There it is again. Uh, same thing that bit Anthony Davis, Devin Booker, and someone else. I'm sure I'm forgetting. But it's been super popular this year. Anyways, Marquise Chris, 17 shots from the field. Only three fouls in 32 minutes. Another game where, look, not looking at the stats, he was he played well. The, the, the Spurs doubled him a lot in the post. Whether it was because of a mismatch or that was just the plan was to double him. It felt like that was part of Popovich's game plan. And I, I thought he passed out of the post really well. That like He only got one assist, but... Again, I just thought that he just played well. Um, effort was there again. He guarded Kawhi Leonard a lot in this game, which I thought was really the headline. Uh, I actually didn't put it in the board, but I wish I did. But that's Trustman Triano, and interestingly, first quarter, Marquise Chris made a mistake, and Triano kind of yelled at him hard and went to the bench. And I don't, I didn't see this, but I saw one of the beat writers had said, "Look like Chris apologized um, as he went ready for his second stint." So, good stuff. Um, that's not really Triano's style. Triano's been kind of laid back, and, you know, he'll take, not shots, but he'll be honest about players that didn't play well, namely Chris. So, they've been going at it. And, yeah, again, like I actually did, like I said in the blurb, he's pretty much played well in his last seven games, which a month ago you tell me Marquis Chris played well in seven straight. And, like, what? You sure? Is that, you watching the same guy? But, um, yeah, so he's definitely a good pickup. We know he's going to have a bad game. We know this. So if you're new to the Marquise Chris train, see this every time. Like, it's not going to be as smooth as it's been. He didn't even play that well uh, with a 6-17 of 17 shooting line. So it's not like that line pops for changing his value. But, again, played well. Um, Alex Lynn did not defensively got smoked. Um, a lot of small lineups didn't put him on a lot of sorts. Extra passing from San Antonio really killed him. So, bad game. Chalk it up to the Spurs there. I'm not worried about him. He's getting minutes every night pretty much these days. Um, Booker's played well. Um, Tower Ewis got big minutes because of no cannon. Uh, we saw Daniel House get a career high at nine points. And Troy Daniels saw minutes. Devin Booker at the point. Something to watch as well, especially if Ewis um, is out longer. They play on Sunday against OKC, if I recall. So, that'll be a home game. And we'll probably see a ton of Devin Booker in that game. Something I would probably line up. For DFS, um, I think I think Booker on paper has a, a OKC's playing. They kind of changed their brand. They used to be winning with defense, and now they're playing a lot of higher scoring games. So the Suns are risky; they could get blown out. But I think Booker is a, a possible tournament play. Probably won't. He won't probably be highly played because over the season, OKC's numbers look really good against perimeter players. Anyways, uh, Josh Jackson got demolished by Kawhi Leonard, who we'll talk about right now. Kawhi's insane, dude. Like, sometimes you just forget how good Kawhi Leonard is. Four steals, three blocks. Like, that's Kawhi Leonard. Um, just clinic on scoring. Fadeaway jumpers, drives. Again, the steals, the transition points. It, it was just offensive clinic. Only 21 points in 29 minutes, but he, he's just so good. Um, I, I can't get over how good Kawhi Leonard is. But, yeah, he's going to probably rest on Sunday, though, so heads up there. Um, Kyle Anderson, very typical line from him. 
four points, five boards, two assists, three steals, a block and a three. And Brent Flores, man, another takeaway from tonight. Summer League dog. Uh, a lot of Summer League guys. Uh, Brent Forbes is outstanding in Vegas this year, and he's been playing really well, man. A guy that was pretty much not even close to getting minutes when the team was healthy. He's playing himself into minutes. And then non-fantasy side of things, Manu Ginobili, man. Grandpa juice, as Forbes had said after the game. Uh, Pop said basically he'll have what he's having. That's crazy, dude. Uh, I think he's, what, the second player in NBA history to score 20 off the bench at 40 or older. Other one being Vince Carter. So... That's cool, man. Just such a cool story. 13 points in the third just lit up the Suns um, to pretty much take the momentum back after the Suns were making a little bit of a charge. <sighs> okay, so, yeah, we're moving on here. We got Denver at Utah. Let's talk Utah first. Donovan Mitchell has just been terrific, man. Uh, 61 or 62, two shooting over his last six or seven. Um, on 25-ish usage rate. The, the rebounding numbers are there. The assist numbers have been really good. Defensive stats are there. Uh, it's just Donovan Mitchell time, man. Um, this guy's got early-round value written all over him, I think. Um, now that he's, he's his efficiency is just really the last piece of the puzzle. So, yeah, I'm not... I'm, I get people trying to trade for Mitchell all the time. I refuse. I totally refuse. Like, I haven't had an offer I had to even think about yet. <laughs> so, um, yeah. On the flip side of that, if you're not as sold on Mitchell as I am, which sure you can be, but um, sell him. I mean, if you want, you could get so much back. And uh, I have only counters I made have been like laughable counters where I'm like looking for like your player you got like the second round that's been balling, like Bradley Beal or somebody like that. And hey, Bradley Beal for for Mitchell, like that's kind of fair. Um, Beal's been amazing, by the way, but. Um, yeah, that's 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 what you should be looking for if you want to sell Mitchell. You should get a guy that's proven stud that you expect to be top twenty five going forward. So, um, Rodney Hood was okay. Uh, Derek Favors has looked good. Um, we still got probably another week, hopefully, based on what the vertical slash Yahoo Sports report was. So keep an eye out for where Gobert is playing. Last time we saw Gobert come back, he didn't really do too much. Um, okay. I think that's good there, Utah, and not much to take away from. They started Thabo Cephalosia, but they benched Jerebko. Flip, it was the flip on Wednesday, so, yeah. My dog's, like, trying to lick slash bite my hand right now, so hopefully you guys don't mind. That's why I'm a bit distracted, but he's crazy, dude. That's why, that's why I named my dog Brody because he's, like, the most energetic dog I've ever seen. Uh, I didn't name I named Hinky for a while for those of you who are semi new to the podcast, and I changed it because too many people would ask me, "Yo, why is your dog? What's Hinky mean?" You know, I had to explain all of it. Sam Hinky from the 76ers, trust the process. But um, so I changed it to Brody just because he's just ridiculous with energy. Dude, chill. <laughs> so, all right, pausing time. Okay, we're back, and I think he's calmed down. I don't want to kick him out because he's gonna get angry. He's in one of his little moods. Oh, it's okay. So I'm gonna get ex- I'm gonna get excited, and I think he senses when I get excited. Uh, and that's maybe maybe why he gets wound up because we're gonna talk about Jamal Murray now. Like Josh Richardson, what's up, son? Um, December first, number seventeen. Uh, so he's just been ter- just awesome, man. Um, only one player has been sixty-two shooting and twenty usage rate under twenty-two, twenty-two and under, uh, or under twenty-two. Excuse me. And that's Jamal Murray. The last thirteen games that is among qualifiers. The other two non qualifiers are like 
they played like three minutes. I forget who it is. But what's up, man? He's just balling. Uh, I'm sold. Um, they're, I, I think Paul Melsap may take a, a little chunk out, but not really. Um, his rebounding number is okay. That may fall off a little bit, but um, even Jokic talked about how Murray's been good on the rebound. So that Murray's good, man. This is what we were waiting for. The law of averages has flipped him t- entirely. He went from super inefficient to just inc- insane efficiency. Like to be c- even close to twenty-five usage, sixty-five true shooting, just on those two sets alone with big volume of minutes. Like that's all-star mode. Uh, and that's why we're not seeing Emmanuel Moody anymore. Um, Jamal Murray's got this thing on lock. Uh, can- uh, Canada also. Don't blame uh, if you're playing against these two guys, then you could blame Canada because Trey Lyles went off. Revenge game, 26 points. That's a career high. 28 minutes. Post up game. That's what was popping. Went to the line five times. Made four. So he has to be owned, man. Like I don't know how he's not. He's been just good night after night i mentioned that 20 that 60 20 club over the last 13 trey, trey lyles is one year too old to hit that qualifier he's in there cat's in there that's kind of the big three of that group i think it's what 23 and under if i add a year to that so he's or 22 and under so uh, love me some trey lyles i'll just say it to that i'll just say it with that man just consistent every night he's been really good scoring um, Gary Harris is fine. Jokic is cold right now. She's not shooting the ball well. Uh, jumper's not falling, so possible buy low. I doubt anyone would sell low on Jokic. Um, but on the off chance that they would, sure. I, I, I don't really I don't really play casual leagues, but um, he, I think you know. Like you kind of know who the Jokic people are. Um, I don't know. I'm sure you, I'm, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Anyway, I'm moving on. Moving on. So, uh, Washington and Memphis. Washington almost blew this game. In, uh, injury news here. We had Otto Porter with a hip strain initially was the diagnosis. Then it changed to a uh, back injury. It tightened up on him. They played an 11-minute stint with Porter. Checked out 118 left in the third, I believe it was, and did not come back. They got, he got ruled out with like f- six or seven minutes left in the fourth. So, um it was kind of weird reporting there, and it was incorrect. Uh, so uh, I thought that was kind of strange. And yeah, so that means Kelly Oubre is on the on the watch list for Saturday. Po- possible pickup um, if you're in an unlimited moves deep league. Give him a try. Um, see what happens. And you can just drop him if you're streaming that spot. But I would expect him to play a lot against Antetokounmpo. So um, definitely DFS wise, he's someone to watch. Uh, Marquise Morris is hot, man. He's he, we've seen him go through these stretches where he plays well, and he's kind of going through it now. Three double three double digit board games in a row. Minutes are back up. He looks great. Uh, Mike Scott finally has come back to earth, and that's pretty much the big reason why. So uh, I definitely would pick up Marquise Morris in pretty much most leagues. Uh, we've seen him be pretty consistent last season. He was almost like a league winner. He was real solid, um, early ish, top fifty ish kind of value um, while he was healthy. He does miss games though, so um, pot, like if you have him, I maybe and you know people are willing to buy or sell high uh, or buy high uh, off that. He falls off in a hurry because of injury, so it's just important to note there. Um, John Wall, who Strope had mentioned, uh, another twenty-five nine and three game. Interestingly enough, um, shooting the ball well again, so he is he's off to a great start, and yeah, I, I would. Uh, 
I think he's going to be better. He's been scoring not well. 18 a game before tonight. Um, I think he's going to be the the guy that we the 2010 guy that we've come to know and love. Bradley Beal, as I mentioned. Bradley Beal's rolling right now. Um, I, I think I had high, high hopes for Bradley Beal, and he's really starting to come into that player that I want him to be. 28.2 over his last five games. Uh, five and five, 1.2 steals, beautiful efficiency, four threes a game, man. Whew, give me some of that. Brody. My dog's lost it right now. All right, Brody's kicked out again. Uh, so Grizzlies, uh, Andrew Harrison didn't play. Uh, Wayne Selden, my preseason boy, not good. One of seven. Again, mentioned earlier, Grizzlies are off for a little bit, so you're pretty much dropping anybody you weren't really counting on off these injuries. Um, Selden, even J. Mike's like a drop candidate if you need some games right now. Um, yeah, basically anyone that's on, if, the, if he's the last two or three guys in your roster and you need to win next week, Peace. Uh, other takeaway, Tyreek Evans. Um, that's one of my biggest L's of the season. <laughs> I, I'm anti-Tyreek because he's hurt so often, but he's been phenomenal. So mad props to anyone who picked him up. Uh, Kobe Simmons, another one I, I'm upset with. I thought they were going to play him a little bit more. Again, they started selling. Really, no one benefited. They went a little bit bigger on the perimeter. Um, used Chalmers a little bit more. So that was kind of it. Macklemore got mixed in. A lot of weird rotation spots going in here. Grizzlies aren't really a lot of fun to own right now besides Tyreek. Uh, and Gasol, who played well, um, who's apparently not getting traded. Um, I feel like I missed something from Denver. Uh, Wilson Chandler was bad, which we kind of know. He's going to have bad games here and there. Um, but yeah, okay. I'm good there. I I will admit I didn't watch much, much of this Portland game. Um, every time I watched it, it felt like the Blazers were kind of just pulling away. So, um, yeah, I didn't really notice. The only thing I did notice was when the Blazers broadcast had said that Dame was getting his calf stretched out in the walk in the locker room, not injured. But Dame was looked okay. Played 29 minutes, 14 points, 6 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, 4 boards, 2 threes. Um, just inefficient, 6 to 15. So expect Dame to be better. Another possible buy low. Different injury, too, by the way. I had the hamstring, now it's a calf. But he was pretty much expected to play all day. They called him a game timer. But looks okay. Um, CJ was kind of the hero. He was just pretty solid throughout. 20 points on good shooting. And, yeah, and nothing really too exciting there. Um, garbage time fest. Hawks-wise, um, yeah, John Collins taking a couple threes is noteworthy. A block, two steals. Coming off the bench, like, like I've been saying, it feels like they're keeping that seat warm for Deadman, which should be pretty soon. Um, he was, I think they called him on schedule to return, which is the back end of his three to six weeks is going to be in the next week, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, he should be back soon. So, possible pickup, possible stash if Deadman's sitting out there and you need a big man. I think he's definitely an option for you. Another blowout game. Interesting to see. The Hornets put their starters back in with five minutes left. They were up 18. Like, I get putting your starters back in, but five minutes left, 18 points. Like, it didn't seem the right the right move. But um, Jeremy Lamb has been, I don't know, he looked like he was going to be able to sustain his value with Batum and MKG back, but he's been kind of hit or miss. 
So I'm okay owning him, but I'm not like in love with it in the shower league. If you want to pick up someone who's going to be like, I, I don't hate the idea actually of dropping Lamb for like Gerald Green and then figuring out after that when Green goes dead. Um, I just don't really think Lamb has been too too much of a stud. He's been fine, like he has been, but that hot start starting to fade away a little bit. Seems like a memory, but he had a huge dunk too, by the way. So good there. Lakers defense, man, they look bad again. Um, very, very quiet force. That fourth quarter is very misleading. The Hornets only scored 15 points in the fourth. So do the math on that. That's 93 points in the first three quarters. So, yeah, it's as bad as it sounds. Um, easy points, second chance points, and 16 offensive rebounds for the Hornets. So, yeah, um, this is bad. Uh, this team can't win games. They're pretty much got a beeline to the number one spot, um, which will go to Philly if they keep that spot in the lottery. So, yeah, but um, takeaways, I guess. Randall at the four was very, very noteworthy. We'll see if that sticks. I don't know if it's going to. But, yeah, you would think it's not going to based on that. Um, Lonzo had a minus 24 in 27 minutes in his return. Um, Kuzma, um, he had a couple interesting quotes after the game saying, that he was—he's been bad lately. Rookie wall, huh? We've been waiting for Kuzma to hit the rookie wall, and he's like smashed into it. Like, hopefully, he has collision coverage uh, on that one. He—he said, "I just need to get back to playing hard. Not really playing that hard right now. We're playing like garbage. It's something I need to address and fix." So, I'm pretty sure no one's gonna sell low on Kyle Kuzma, but. I don't know, maybe. Uh, and I was never really like I, I. I hate to admit when, I always hate to admit when I'm wrong. But I was kind of I was way off Kuzma. Besides my keepers, I don't have a lot of Kuzma for my redraft leagues. But um, yeah, I mean, if you could sell him at the price he was before, even close to it, like I'm down for that. Like if you could flip him for like top sixty, I definitely I would do that. Um, but his minutes are going to be there, so. Yeah, he'll pretty much be the average of this bad uh, bad Kuzma and great Kuzma. But just to be clear, I do like him. Uh, Caldwell Pope only played 20 minutes. Again, he didn't look good, so I don't know what's up with that. Um, oh, Brandon Ingram played pretty well. 22-14 boards, four assists, good shooting. Coming around, we need to see him make free throws more. Um, uh, and then Clarkson was kind of bad, so. Messy, man. T- and I say this a lot. Teams on losing streaks, man. That's not fun. Coaches are getting desperate. Um, even Luke Walton said he was worried about his job security the other day. These are bad things, man. So you um, may get ready for a bumpy ride for pretty much anybody. I don't like if I had to list sixty guys. If I'm playing DFS, guys I don't feel comfortable playing, or guys I do feel comfortable playing. On a 10-game night, I probably wouldn't say any Lakers right now. Um, so I guess DFS takeaway is chill with Lakers and cash is what I would say there. <sighs> All right. So I think that's it. Um, hope this was helpful. Jesus, this was long. Oh, man, it's late. Okay. So I'm wrapping it up here. So I hope this was helpful, you guys. I always love going through box scores and kind of just post-mortem from a wild Friday night. It was fun for me. It was fun for Brody. See you guys. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll catch you next time.